If you're ready to revamp your summer wardrobe so that you are ready for the warm and sunny weather that is right around the corner, right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash minimalish. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect summer wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then, when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. I absolutely love everything that is always recommended to me in my armoire closet, and then I get to pick what I actually want to be sent to me. I personally have loved using armoire to find my style again after having babies, after my body has changed so much. And one thing that I've really loved is finding a style of jeans that I like. I got these Madewell jeans in my last order, and I love the way they fit my body. And I also love knowing that I can feel good about sending them back and giving them another life with someone else who's renting them and I can try new things in my next shipment because I always do feel guilty if I'm constantly buying more and more to find the styles that I like and I might think that I'm going to return them but I typically end up not doing so even if I don't like them it's just a hassle to do so armoire really allows you to just rent clothing for any occasion and then send it back whenever you are done with it. Everything from a date night to a conference to even athletic clothes. Your overly cramped closet and the environment will thank you for using armoire. Right now, my listeners can give armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash minimalish. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month. And never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and this is a podcast about minimalism. Sort of. It's a podcast about how living with less stuff and less distractions can help us focus on what's most important. So what you'll find here, of course, we will talk to cluttering and living with less, but we'll also talk about the important things in life and how to approach them intentionally. We'll approach topics of motherhood, home life, relationships, work, 
our health, and the important things in general that fill up our days. And what you won't find here, a perfectionist version of minimalism. I'm a mom, a full-time teacher, and a podcaster, and I've found the version of minimalism that you may find on Instagram or Pinterest to be unattainable. We aren't minimalism purists here. We're simply focused on living with less in a way that's realistic to us. It's a version of minimalism I personally like to call minimal-ish. The goal is not living with less for the sake of less here or to make sure our homes make us look like a minimalist. The goal is living with less in a realistic way so that we can have more time and space and energy to focus on what matters most. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and I am bringing you a solo episode today. It's the first solo episode of the month, which means today we are talking about simplifying. If you didn't catch it, I'm trying out a new format for my solo episodes by answering one of my own questions that I ask my guests at the end of each guest episode. The question I always ask is, what is something you're simplifying right now? So I'm answering that question once a month. And of course, my goal is to also make it actionable so that you can join me in that simplification if you'd like to. My second solo episode of each month will focus on something I'm learning, and that's because I love reflecting personally on this. It's like my favorite thing to write and reflect just about current things I'm learning. I'm all about lifelong learning over here. So anyways, we'll get to that later in the month. Today, we are talking simplifying. And I am personally simplifying something that I have talked about on the show before, but it's kind of a constant journey in this minimalist lifestyle that I aim to live. And that is my wardrobe. I think we'd all like to have a one and done declutter to our wardrobes or any area of our homes for that matter. And while there might be some, very few, but some areas of the home where we could achieve that, most areas of the home, that's just not the case. And certainly, even if you wear the exact same style every single day, even if you're pretty minimal in your style choices to begin with, there are reasons why we may have to revisit and declutter our closets again. Our closets are typically seasonal, right? We wear clothes seasonally. In the summer, we might not be wearing a sweatshirt. In the fall or winter, we might not be wearing shorts. So even if it's not about decluttering, it might be about reformatting, recalibrating for the season. We also might revisit and declutter our closet for body changes. Our body changes as we grow older. Our body changes from having kids. There are so many reasons why our bodies might change. So we need to revisit our closets when that's the case. Might be one of the most important reasons to revisit and declutter our closets. We might have worn out items, style changes, job changes, and seasons of life in general that might change what we wear for whatever reason that is. So our wardrobes evolve as we do. And a long time ago, I talked about the value of creating a uniform. It was probably one of my first episodes of this podcast. I will link it here. It should still be available, so um, I will do that. But I still think the idea of creating a uniform is very valuable. It's something that I lean back on whenever I do declutter my closet, 
And it's something that I'm leaning back on now as I transition my summer wardrobe to a fall wardrobe in my own closet. I am almost six months postpartum. So my body has gone through a whole lot of changes in the past year. And my clothing situation is a little bit wild because of that. So I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like I'm out of that very beginning postpartum phase where my body doesn't feel like my own. Um, But I'm still not fitting into some of my older clothes. I might never fit into them again. That's okay. Um, I just am at this point where I need to rein in the things, the clothing, because of the changes that I've had in my seasons of life. So I want this episode to be something that will help both you and I simplify our closets together. So first thing is first, let's talk about why. Why do we want to simplify our wardrobes? Whether this is the very first time you're simplifying your wardrobe or if it's a maintenance declutter and you're coming back to it like I am. Why are we simplifying our wardrobes? What is the purpose? I personally become very overwhelmed with the clothing situation in my house very quickly. So not just my own clothing, like everyone's clothing. So more clothes, for me, more of my own clothes means that I just have more mess. While kids' clothes are a whole nother topic, I'm going to rein it in. We're going to talk about our own personal wardrobes today. So I have to be minimal in my wardrobe to even begin managing my clothes well. I change my clothes a lot, especially in this season of life, whether it's just kind of in the getting ready for the day rush and I'm just trying to decide what I want to wear, or later in the day, I get spit up on more than once. (laughs) And so I at least change once a day, I would say, for that reason. And let me just be real. When the change of clothes happens for me, I like having my clothes hung up so that I can see what I have. But sometimes, especially in the morning when I'm like getting ready, ready for the day, those multiple changes of clothes, they don't get hung back up. Sometimes clean clothes, when they come up from the laundry, they don't get put away right away. I could pretend like I'm going to find this perfect system for my clothes and actually follow through, but experience has taught me that that might not be in the cards for me. And it's okay. It's not a big deal that I don't manage my clothes in that way. It is a big deal if that's my thing, that's how I do clothing management, and I have too many clothes. If I have a lot of clothes and my situation is that I'm kind of a messy person with my clothes, then that is going to create a lot of overwhelm for me. And I shouldn't say is going to, it does currently because I am in this place where I have like some maternity clothes that have kind of crept into my rotation, even though I'm not really wearing them anymore. Um, I have clothes that I bought immediately postpartum that felt really comfy, but they're kind of summer clothes and I need to either donate them or keep them away for the future. And then I just got out all of my fall and winter things. Some of those things are like pre-pregnancy. Some of those things I still fit into during pregnancy. It is, it's just become a situation. And I did have my clothing reined in for a really long time, but it is overwhelming right now. And I am reining it in for that reason. So why do you want to create a uniform? Why do you want to declutter your closet? 
Even if this idea of creating a uniform isn't for you, why do you want to simplify your wardrobe in general? Because if we keep that why in the back of our mind, just like anything we're doing or anything we're decluttering in life, it's going to help us keep going. So let's get to the how, because there are so many ways that we can go about this. And there are so many like really fun kind of methods that people have created that can help us simplify our closets. You could do a clothing challenge like Project 333, which was created by Courtney Carver. You could do a capsule wardrobe, which I don't know who the first originator of the capsule wardrobe was, but my method of creating a uniform is definitely cousins with a capsule wardrobe. Really, you know, it doesn't matter what you choose when simplifying. There are so many methods and they're going to work for different reasons for different people. So I'm going to tell you about my method today because it is the one that works for me. And maybe it will work for you too, but we're all different. So if not, you can take parts of it that work for you and leave other parts. But I personally like to take a very simplified approach. This simplified approach that I take is creating a uniform for each season and each role of my life. With a capsule wardrobe, you are really picking and choosing things that go together. You're doing this very purposefully. And... I'm not saying that my uniform plan is not purposeful. It just doesn't take as much time. And maybe a capsule wardrobe doesn't take that much time for the person who is very style-minded, but I just am not. So when we think of the word uniform, typically we think of something that we wear for a certain purpose, and maybe we wear it like almost every day or every time we do that thing. So like a school uniform. Kids would wear a school uniform every time they go to school if their school requires a uniform, right? There might be a few variations of that uniform, but there are only certain things they can choose from. They wear that every time they go to school. That's what we might think of when we hear the word uniform. It's like something very strict. You are wearing the same thing every single day. And I kind of lean on that idea for my own personal closet. Is there more variety than like the same exact shirt 10 times? Yes, there is more variety, but it's just, I'm creating a template that is a uniform and filling that in with things that fit that template. So I like to think of this idea to kind of create my own uniform. I like to think of a cartoon character. A cartoon character is often wearing the same exact thing all the time. When we see this cartoon character, we see them wearing the same thing, and it might like kind of fit who they are, fit their personality, right? It's what we associate them with. And while our clothing doesn't necessarily define us, it's often very much a part of us, our values, right? If you value comfort, then you're going to wear something different than if you value like trends and styles, or maybe you value both comfort and trends, or comfort and style. It's going to look different, right? The first question that I ask myself is, if I could choose one thing to wear every day, what would it be? What's my cartoon character outfit? So what's your cartoon character outfit? If you had to wear just one thing every day, what would it be? Now, that's really great. Like, I can answer that question and say, in the fall and maybe winter, if I had to wear one thing every day, it would be black leggings, a comfy sweater or sweatshirt, okay? I know that's two things, but I'm going to just say both. And 
like comfy white tennis shoes. That's kind of where I'm at right now. That's what I've been wearing a lot. But practically in real life, while that could be what I fill my closet up with, variations of that, sometimes I have other things to do to wear. That's not an appropriate outfit. So sometimes we have to take this question and apply it to the different areas in our life. So that's what we're going to do first is we're going to answer this question. If I had to just wear one thing every day, what would it be? That's going to give you like your favorite uniform, your favorite thing to wear. Then we're going to take that question and apply it to the different things that we might have to dress differently for in our everyday lives. So here are just some example questions. If I had to wear one thing for my work from home life, what would it be? If I had to wear one thing to go to work where maybe I dress business casual, what would that be? If I had to wear one thing to church all the time, what would it be? If I had to wear one thing just around the house, what would it be? So you're really thinking about what you love wearing when you're home, what you love wearing at work, what fits you best, what fits your lifestyle best in these different kind of responsibilities or places that you go in your daily life. So take those questions I gave you, map those out a bit. I'm going to walk you through what mine look like in a minute here, but first we're just going to go through the whole process together. So I suggest writing those things down, like literally writing what the outfits would look like for each area of your life down. Like, And now we're going to go to your closet. If it's a mess, you are not alone, okay? It is possible to tackle this mess. You might need to be a little aggressive. That's okay too. And you know what? It also, it might go from being a mess to a little less messy if this is your first time around. When you feel good, like when you feel like you're able to tackle more, you can go back to it, spend another 20 minutes to an hour and make it a little less messy than it is after we do our first declutter. So it doesn't have to be done all all at once. Or even if you do like a massive declutter the first time through, but still feel like it's not pared down enough for you, you might be in more of a headspace to let go of more things at a later time. So what I suggest is start this. ASAP, and then set another date a few weeks in the future to kind of reassess, look through, think about how you've been feeling about the uniform that you created or just the decluttered closet that you created. Do you want less still? Okay, if you do, then do it again. Okay, so here are the steps that we're going to take to pare down our wardrobe to a uniform. You're going to take out all the stuff that you love that actually fits the uniform. Okay, so that's the first step. Go through the closet and like, if you like it, if you know you wore it, even in the past week, in the past couple weeks, if you know you want to wear it, take it out of the closet. Put that in a pile somewhere or however you want to do it. Fold them up, whatever. Depends on your personality, right? You might even just push it to one side of your closet if you have a big closet. Now what's left is going to be things that you bought for various reasons. Maybe you believed it was something that you should wear. Maybe you needed to wear it for like a one-time event. Maybe you thought it was something that you liked, but it just doesn't fit right. It doesn't fit your style. It doesn't fit your body. For whatever reason, it doesn't fit right. Now remove all of those things from your closet. Take those completely out of your closet 
if they are things that you do not wear. Just because we're removing these things from the closet, just so you know, it doesn't mean that you have to get rid of them right now. So just do it. Just remove them from the closet. But we're going to come back to that pile in a second, okay? Now put back the things that fit those uniform templates that you made for yourself. Let's get to this pile that we took out of our closet that we think we don't wear it often, we don't like it that much, it doesn't fit us well for whatever reason. You can go through this pile and decide to take a maybe pile out of it. Maybe you want to keep a couple of shirts that you don't wear them because maybe they're not your favorite colors to wear, but you would really like to wear them, so you're going to give them another chance. That's fine. I would say like keep it to a handful of items that maybe pile just so it doesn't get out of control. But you're going to take that pile, that maybe pile, you're going to put that back in your closet as well. And you might even put it in a separate part of your closet. You're going to give that maybe pile an expiration date. Maybe it's 30 days, maybe it's two months, whatever feels right to you. If you do not wear those things within that 30 days, two months, whatever date you set, then you can definitely know that it's okay to let go of them, right? The things that you removed from your closet that you decided you are not going to keep, get that out of your house right away. I'm preaching to myself here. Just decide how you want to get rid of these things. Get them out of your house as fast as you can. Okay, so we went through the process, right? Similar process to anything that we declutter in our homes. But now we have put back our stuff that we love, our stuff that fits our uniform. What are we left with? Okay, so now it's a time to kind of assess. Like, what are we left with here that actually fits our uniforms, that actually fits the things we enjoy wearing for each area of our lives? We might need to fill in gaps especially if our bodies have changed a lot lately or for whatever reason, like our styles have changed, our seasons of life has changed, and we don't have a lot of clothes that fit that season, we might need to fill in some gaps. Make a list for yourself and begin to fill those gaps slowly. Maybe shopping secondhand is a good way to do that or shopping over time so it fits your budget. We don't need to go and fill our closet back up, fill the gaps back up right away. That might make us end up with more things to declutter. When we take a slow but steady process on filling these gaps, we are less likely to overbuy things. We are more likely to find things that we truly love. We're less likely to spend a whole bunch of money that we did not budget for. So that's it. That is creating a uniform. And again, take this for what it is. If you have like two or three types of outfits that you like to wear to church or to work or to whatever thing you go to, you can make a couple of uniform templates for yourself. This idea is just to simplify and really think about what do we actually wear? What do we actually like to wear? What do we, when we get dressed in the morning, what do we wish we had more of? Because it's the thing we wear all the time anyways. I hope you're enjoying today's episode. I want to take a quick break to thank the sponsors that are making it possible. I'm so excited to be telling you about one of my favorite brands, which is Cozy Earth. 
I have an almost six month old right now and that means getting good sleep is a little bit difficult, but the sleep that I do get is the most comfortable sleep I've ever gotten because Cozy Earth makes the comfiest sheets and they also make the comfiest loungewear. Cozy Earth has developed and crafted high quality goods with responsibly and sustainably sourced materials from the earth. Cozy Earth women's loungewear is also crafted from the same breathable and luxurious material as their bedding, and it offers optimal comfort while maintaining a flattering, elegant fit. Plus, Cozy Earth has been featured on Oprah's favorites list four years in a row, and they have a 10-year warranty on all of their products. Cozy Earth sheets are softer than cotton and made from soft and sustainable viscous from bamboo fabrics. And they're temperature regulating, which means it will keep you cool and comfortable all night long. That has been one of my favorite features of these sheets because it is a problem I struggled with for a while. I am a hot sleeper, my husband even more so, and now we are not waking up like feeling sweaty and gross. We are waking up feeling comfortable, nice and cool. These sheets are amazing. They also offer a 100 night sleep test, which means you can try these sheets for 100 nights. And if you don't love it, which I'm gonna say that won't be the case, but if you don't, you can send it back for a full refund. Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer for my listeners today, 35% off site-wide when you use the code MINIMALISH. If you want the coziest bedding, bath, and apparel, go to CozyEarth.com and use code MINIMALISH for 35% off. All right, let's get back to today's episode. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me walk you through this process for myself right now quickly so that I can kind of just give you an example because I'm all about examples. Right now, I work from home. I take care of my six-month-old all day while I'm home. Sometimes my five-year-old is with me. She's not in um, like full-day school yet. So comfort is my go-to. I am also postpartum. I know I mentioned that. It's fall, soon to be winter when I'm recording this. So cozy, warm, comfortable clothes for the Pennsylvania weather. That's what I choose to wear when I wake up every morning. So my uniform needs to fit that. If I had to wear one thing to stay at home and either work from home or mom life from home, my answer to that question is it would be black leggings and a cozy, warm sweatshirt or sweater. 
I think I mentioned that earlier as an example. So that's what my uniform would be. I also know what colors I like. I mostly like neutrals. So I factor that into it as well. And that can be kind of an additional question you ask yourself. So I'm paring down my wardrobe to just like lots of variations of those things. I have like six pairs of black leggings that I love. And I have in warm sweatshirts and sweaters that I love. I do have one other category, even though most of my life is spent at home and cozy. <laughs> um, I do have one other category that I need a uniform for. And that is every once in a while, I go into an office for work, like very seldomly, but it does happen every once in a while. And I also go to church each week. So I can kind of lump those two things together because they're pretty casual, but they're more like business casual, but like the very casual side of business casual. So for me, you know, I could dress up if I wanted to, but like I said before, I'm all about comfort, especially in this like postpartum season. So I would choose for my uniform, jeans and a sweater. Okay, the last question for both of us to ask ourselves, and that is how many variations of this uniform do I need? Because even if we dial it down to wearing a uniform, wearing kind of the same template of clothing every day for our various things that we do in our lives, we need more than one of them unless we're going to do the laundry every single day and unless we really want to be that cartoon character life where we're wearing the same thing, which more power to you if that's you. But for me... I do the laundry like once a week in this season. So I also get spit up on like several times a day. I really need to have a pair of leggings for each day, realistically. So six to seven leggings work for me. And I already have that. Realistically, having like seven total sweaters and sweatshirts could work as a minimum. But I also do like clothes and I do like having a little bit of variety and I like buying a new thing from time to time, often secondhand, but still new to me. And really, I am not here for the bare minimum in my closet. I am here for pared down, but I am not trying to like win an award. I am giving myself a number right now. And that's because I have just acquired a lot of sweatshirts and sweaters because of my body changes with pregnancy and everything. And then like the ones that I still have from before pregnancy. So I'm giving myself double of my bare minimum. My very bare minimum would be like seven sweatshirts or sweaters, a variation of that. I'm giving myself double. I'm going to try to stick to the number of 14 sweatshirts and sweaters. We will see how it feels. If that feels like more than enough, then I will pare it down more. If it feels like not enough, then I will let myself go thrifting one day when it's in my budget and add a couple of things there. I'm also going to keep three nicer sweaters in my closet that work for church and my job. To complete my church and office uniform, I have two pairs of jeans. I bought them a month or so ago to fit my postpartum body, and really that's enough because I don't wear them super often. I wear them like once a week to church and if I go into an office for my job, which is, like I said, rarely. So I definitely have more than 14 sweatshirts and sweaters at this point because of pregnancy and pre-pregnancy and just the season I'm in. I've bought a lot more clothes recently because of that. I did just buy a few sweaters that fit my body and then I just have stuff from before pregnancy as well. So more than 14. So 14 is my number. I'm going to go in. I'm going to really decide what I love most. 
But the thing is that it's not about a number. It doesn't matter that I'm choosing two pairs of jeans or six to seven pairs of leggings or 14 shirts. Like, it just doesn't matter. And just so you know, like, as we've talked about this uniform, I haven't talked about workout clothes. I haven't talked about any of that stuff. Like, that is an addition, right? We also have that stuff in our wardrobes that we need to pare down as well. I'm talking more about, like, the stuff we wear daily. So I have more than, like, 20 one things in my closet. But even make a uniform for yourself for working out. I didn't go that far, but you could. Usually I wear leggings and a sweatshirt to work out, so really it fits into my everyday uniform anyways. But it's not about a number. It's about what's realistic for your life. It's about being less overwhelmed. It's about how much you can actually manage and what's going to work for you. Paring down to just the uniform might not be perfect for you because maybe you like to mix it up more and that's okay too. The goal is to make your closet full of only items that make you feel good, only items that fit you, that make you feel like you, and of course, things that you actually wear. As you're going through this process, I want you to be kind to yourself. I have to be kind to myself too. I have to remind myself to do that because my body is different than it was a year ago or two years ago. My body is not bad for where it's at in this season. This process is to help us become kinder to ourselves, to fill our closet with things that make us feel comfy and things we want to wear and that make us feel good. This process is not to self-talk rude things to ourselves about how we don't fit into this anymore or we should have never wasted money on that. We are not here for that. And also, we're not here for perfectly minimal just for the sake of it. Okay, if you get to the end of this process and your closet still doesn't look perfectly tidy, perfectly folded, perfectly minimal, Instagram worthy, color coordinated, I'm with you. That's not what this episode's about. That's not what this podcast is about in general. And we are not doing minimalism for the sake of aesthetics or the sake of less or to look like some other minimalism influencer on Instagram. Spoiler alert, that picture of their closet is just like one moment of the day for their closet. Might not look and might not look like that all the time. So we don't need to measure up to that. This whole process is for the sake of less overwhelm, of getting dressed easier in the morning, of feeling good about ourselves because we have clothes that we feel good in and that fit us and that fit our season of life and what we enjoy wearing. And that's it. I hope this helped you in some way. This is how I simplify my closet. This is a similar approach to the mindset I take every time I go through this process. And I have no fear in being aggressive and donating anything that doesn't work in this season. I know that someone else is going to put it to better use than if it's just sitting in my closet doing nothing. I hope this episode has helped you in some way if you need to pare down your closet, if you need to declutter it. I hope it's helped your mindset about it. I hope it's helped you maybe feel equipped to make some good decisions and let go of some things. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. And if you enjoyed it, would you share it with a friend or share it on Instagram? I am always super appreciative for that because you invite new people into this community. Writing a positive rating or review if you're loving it also helps new eyes and ears get on the show. That is always helpful as well. And I'm very appreciative for your time and for your support. Again, thank you for listening in and I will talk to you right back here again on the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.